Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. Once upon a time, in a town called Hamlin, quite near the famous Hanover City, and where the river runs north to south, as pretty a place as you've ever seen, it was almost 500 years ago when our story begins. The townsfolk in Hamlin were suffering horribly, for there were vermin everywhere. Rats! And what a pity it is to be overrun with rats. They fought the dogs and scratched the cats and bit the babies in their cradles and ate the cheeses off the shelves and licked the soup from the cook's ladle and made nests inside men's hats and spoiled ladies' chats with scratching and squeaking and scraping and shrieking. And finally, the townspeople had had enough. They flocked to the town hall and demanded the mayor do something about this nuisance. Rid us of these vermin, they demanded. Get rid of them or we shall get rid of you. The mayor promised he would find a solution. But a solution he did not have. And so... That evening, when he was alone in his chambers, he scratched his head over and over in hopes of finding a way to drive the rats from the town. Oh, how my poor head aches, he cried. And just then, there was a light tapping on the door. Come in, he said. The door flew open. And there stood a most strange figure. The man was tall and thin. His coat went from head to toe, was half yellow and red. His eyes were a piercing blue, like needles in a sewing kit. And he smiled, then stepped into the room. If it please you, sir, I possess a secret charm. It allows me to draw all creatures big and small, after me. And I use it only on creatures that do humans harm. They call me the Pied Piper. And the mayor noticed around the piper's neck there was a yellow and red scarf which matched his coat and from it hung a flute. His fingers rested on the flute as if impatient to be playing. I have freed towns of gnats and bats, and I believe I can rid you of your rats. But if I do, will you pay me one thousand guilders? Anything, cried the mayor. Fifty thousand if you can get every last rat out of here. 
And so, into the street the piper went, smiling as he put his flute to his lips and began to play. His eyes twinkled as his fingers spirited. And suddenly, a rumbling began. Small at first, then louder, until it was a grumbling, and then a mighty booming, and the rats came tumbling out of the houses. From every direction they ran toward the piper. He danced as he played, and the rats followed the piper for their lives. From street to street he went, and step for step they followed until they came to the river, and every one plunged and perished. But for one who swam across the river and lived to tell the tale of the Pied Piper of Hamelin. When dawn came, the people rejoiced in the streets. Bells rang, music played, and all were merry. The town was put back together again. The Pied Piper appeared in the crowd and asked the mayor, If you please, sir, my thousand guilders. The mayor turned green. One thousand guilders? He had been so desperate to rid the town of the rats, he had forgotten what he had promised in haste. He thought to himself, well, The town should not have to pay such a sum to a wandering fellow. Besides, our business is done. The rats went into the river. They shall never return. I, I saw it happen with my own eyes, and what's, uh, what's dead and gone... Cannot come back, I think. So he told the piper, oh, Well, friend, um, uh, we are not people to shrink from giving you something for a good meal and a pint of ale, but uh, as for the guilders of which we spoke, uh, we, we both know very well <laughs> that was in jest. <laughs> a thousand guilders? I cannot. But here, come, take fifty. The piper smiled quickly. Faded. I was promised one thousand. I kept my word and rid you of your vermin. Now I expect you to keep your side of the bargain. And hurry, I am expected in Baghdad by evening. Folk who do wrong by me may find my pipe in another fashion. You dare to threaten us, Piper? replied the mayor. Well, go ahead, play your pipe. Do your worst. Blow your flute until you burst. And so, the piper stepped into the street once again, and to his lips he put his flute and began to play. Three notes sounded, and suddenly a rumbling began, small at first, then louder, until it was made clearer. The pitter-patter of little feet and the clanking of wooden shoes and the clapping of little hands and the clicking of little tongues, out came the children. From every direction they ran toward the piper. He danced as he played, and the children, rosy cheeks and lively eyes, they followed the piper for their lives. Tripping and skipping they went after the music, laughing and shouting. Not one adult was able to move. They were stuck under the spell of the piper. 
frozen, unable to do anything but watch as the piper and the children passed by and went out through the town's gate. And to the mountainside he led them, where a wondrous portal opened up, as if the mountain was suddenly hollow. And in went the piper and all of the children. And when the last child entered, the portal quickly shut. But wait, one little boy was left. He'd hurt his foot the day before and was a bit slower than the rest. He went back to town, where the people were able to move about again. And they ran to the mountainside. But it was of no use. The children were gone. The little boy told them, He was taking us to a joyous land where fruit trees grow and waters gushed and flowers bloom in bright hues and everything was strange and new. And now the town should be so dull without my friends. The townspeople turned to the mayor once again and cried, Bring our children back or we shall get rid of you. And the mayor wept, for he did not know what to do. But the next morning, he went to the mountainside with one thousand guilders in his purse. Piper, he shouted, I, I am regretful of my mistake. I, I ask you, accept your payment and I, I beg you, give us back our children. And suddenly, the mountain opened. The air was once again filled with the piper's music. Out he came, followed by all of the children. He accepted his payment. Now you will remember, if a promise is made, it should be kept, he told the mayor. Yes, I will remember, Piper, the mayor replied. And the children ran and danced down the hill toward the town, happy as could be. And the town was once again put back together. And the piper went on his way and never passed through Hamlin again. The end. And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children.